I'm Jeff Cook. And I'm TJ Wilson. And this is Around the Circle. I'm walking slowly. The Enneagram is a map of the human personality. It's a tool for navigating relationships. It creates language for what motivates us and helps us look at the way we look at everything else. Most importantly, the Enneagram's a mirror because sometimes you need help seeing yourself. My name is Jeff Cook. TJ Wilson and I are wrapping up our morning session on stress and security, and we're starting with some definitions. Let's, uh, let's get rolling. The first uh, thing that we need to talk about is type. Many of you are very familiar with type. You've come here, you knew your type. One of the things that is often overlooked is the idea of your type being centered. That is, you are a three, you are a seven, you are a nine. That is your type. And for many of us, once we find our type, we think we're supposed to go somewhere else. And oftentimes, this is a mistake. Oftentimes, taking a breath and saying, what does it look like for me to be a healthy four, to be a healthy one, to be a healthy two, it's one of the best questions you can ask. And we're going to routinely talk about being centered. And when we say that, that's what we mean. We mean that somehow in your type, you are in a healthy spot. You're not supposed to go anywhere. If you cease being a five, if you cease being an eight, you're actually depriving yourself and you're depriving the rest of us of your gifts that you bring to the table. It's incredibly helpful that you are balanced in your type. And so we'll consistently talk about being centered, and that's what we mean. Secondly, we're going to refer to the lines. Sometimes lines are known as arrows. Arrows implies, again, kind of movement. We're going to skip that kind of language. We're going to use the term lines as though there's a connection between your security number and your stress number, and that these are part of you, and there is a line to them. Um, and movement goes back and forth, but the, what, the Enneagram is dynamic. It's also the case that if, if you really study this a lot, you'll notice that different people put the arrows pointing different directions, which is wildly unhelpful, right? It doesn't make any sense. Like integration, the arrow points this way, that, but somebody else put the arrow. It's ridiculous. So we're going to use lines as much as we possibly can. Each of us, given our type, many of you know this, when we move, we're moving in security or we're moving in stress. And those are going to be the two other terms that we're going to use routinely, the first being security. Um, security is the name that we give to an experience of like you, you feel like you have won or something has gone well. Your motive has been fulfilled. And it's almost as though you journey to a different type and take on the characteristics of this other type the rest you need, the fulfillment you need, the, the assertion that you commonly lack all of a sudden emerges, or you're able to stop, or you're able to really serve other people. Apparently, when your motive is met, you feel secure, and we take on these other tools. And so many of you will know this, your type moves when it feels secure, and most of what we're going to talk about today is going to be about that and about stress. The converse is true. When we can't get what we want, when the problems in front of us are not solved, uh, when we get hit by the world and 
cannot respond in our type. Often we grab hold of tools from elsewhere to help us navigate those problems. Um, and these are tools that aren't even like our normal tools. It's like our superpower doesn't work and we grab somebody else's superpower. <laughs> when stress hits us, this is what happens. We feel like we're falling apart and in part we are. Like we, we begin to posture in a different way that navigates the world in a different way so that we can get back to center. And this is an important thing to know about our stress number. One of its primary functions is just helping us get back to center. This is why it feels so awkward at times, is that this is a place where we've kind of abandoned part of ourselves and have begun to clutch at something else to help us in situations that we just don't normally navigate well when we're centered. Because if we had navigated those problems well when we are centered, we wouldn't be stressed. We are stressed because the traditional way that we come to the world isn't working. And so we're grabbing hold of other types, tools. A last set of terms that we're going to hit routinely is high side and low side. So TJ mentioned this before. There's common language of integration and disintegration when talking about our stress and security moves. We reject this language. Some of you know this because stress isn't necessarily bad, and security isn't necessarily good. What really is important is are you becoming a healthy person, exhibiting healthy characteristics when you're stressed? Are you pushing into those tools in ways that are actually effective, make you alive, make other people alive, move the ball forward in worthy ways? So too, when you're secure, some of the worst people in the world have everything they'll ever want, and they're terrible human beings who are secure. And we can point to those people very easily. They're at the low side of their security number. Just because you're secure doesn't mean that you're integrated. Going high, going low, this is really the question for us. And so this is going to be how we speak about those tools. Did I miss anything on those? No, I... You didn't miss anything, but uh, just to add another piece, that our stress type, we can't survive without the tools that are available to us at our stress. And that's in health and unhealth. The reason that we go and pick up those tools is because our tools aren't working and we need something to keep us alive. And when we're secure, when we're in the ruts, we can exhibit the worst parts of ourselves because this just highlights things that are bad unless we choose to go there in healthy ways. Love to get that image into your mind. Of, of being balanced means that you're pulling from those tools, the tools at your security number, tools at your stress number. This is what the word wings mean, for those of you who are familiar with wings, is you don't have just one wing, you have two wings. If you have two wings, you can fly. If you have two wings, you can actually use some of the tools to your right and to your left to navigate the world a little bit better. Wings are incredibly helpful on this front. So too, stress and security. This is where we hit fourth gear. This is this stuff that's fresh for us and we're really excited about. So when we come to problems, when we come to struggles, our whole lives are consumed with struggles and problems. Why won't this person love me? Why can't I afford rent? How do I get my kids off the computer? How do I get my parents off the television? Uh, why can't I get that job? Why am I always hung over? Well, it's because of all these struggles that you're wrestling with. The, apparently, Google answers 4 billion 
questions about struggle a day. All story, as you may have heard, all story is about a character who wants something and overcomes an obstacle to get it. All the movies that we love are, that are based on that. A character we love who overcomes a struggle and gets the thing that they've actually desired. When you think about Enneagram on these fronts, all of us are wired to engage struggles differently, and it comes back to our centers. And so that's where we're going to go. The, this is the hexad. This is the fancy term for the one, two, four, five, seven, eight, um, the six that aren't in the center triangle. Hexad has a, an, an energy to it in terms of how it engages problems. So when it's centered, you'll see this. Ones and twos, as we said, they elevate heart and body. Fours and fives elevate head and heart. Sevens and eights elevate the head and body. Obviously, we just talked about that. I want you to notice this. It's almost as though they have set aside in last place their repressed center. They're engaging the world through their primary and secondary center, right? But the repressed center, we're going to set that aside for a moment, okay? Get that kind of thinking going on. You are heart, mind, and body. But you take one of those and you essentially set it aside when you are centered in your type. And that really forms a lot of your type, is that you push into your center and your center pushes into your secondary center, right? For the anchor points, it looks like this. Anchor points is going to be the fancy term we use for three sixes and nines. Anchor points look like this. The threes receive, again, the world through their heart, sixes through their head, nines through their body. Very important to note what happens there, that threes want attention, and because they're aggressive types, they're going to take hold of the attention that they want, and they're going to do that by engaging with their head and body, as we talked about. Sixes are reactive types, and they earn. They earn the safety that they desire, and they do that through their head and body. What can I do for you? They're going to be very relational in their actions. But again, thinking is set aside there, and nines are going to withdraw for control. You get there in terms of how do I feel, uh, thinking about how they feel, and especially thinking about the relationships that they have and are they connected in the rest. This is what it looks like when we are centered. Notice this, and, and this is uh, the great Margarita Whitby is here, pointed this out to us. It's a fantastic insight. Mm -hmm. When we problem solve, apparently we have not been able to engage the problem with our center, if we had been able to engage it with our center, with our primary center and secondary center, it wouldn't be a problem. It's known as a problem because something happens inside of us. And we say, whoa, wait, 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 this is a problem. And apparently when it becomes a problem, something has shifted in us. And for the hexad, for, for your ones, twos, fours, fives, seven, eights, what ends up happening is they shut down their secondary center. So ones and fives are going to shut down their emotions. Ones and fives, raise your hands, ones and fives real quick. You solve problems actively and with your head, right? It's almost as though your repressed center emerges. Ones, you will know, like suddenly you're going to think through this problem. Fives. You've already thought through the problem, and because it's a problem, some energy boils up inside of you, and now you're going to do something about it. And so the head and the body are now moving, right? For twos and sevens, it's different. For twos and sevens, they are going to shut down action. Twos and sevens are going to elevate emotion, 
and they're going to elevate their heart. Specifically, they want people to feel a certain way. They want themselves to feel a certain way about the problem. And the way they want them to feel is optimistic. They want the things to be put. It's okay. We got this. We're moving. You should feel a certain way. They're not doing anything about it. It's going to be fine. They are telling themselves and the world and the universe that everything is great. And they are taking a positive outlook. I'm glad that that hit you all. It's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. Slideshow crashes. It's going to be fine. Actually, you've moved into terror, which we're going to talk about in a minute. That was a good stress move for me. Stress move in practice. Um, Fours and eights. You'll, you'll see it on this slide. What actually ends up happening for fours and eights is they shut down their thinking. What is most important isn't actually accomplishing anything. What's most important is getting the person who's with me to feel a certain way, or I need to gauge their emotions. I want to get an emotional reaction from them so that I know how to deal with this problem, right? Eights have already been hammering problems. If it, if it becomes a problem for eights, it's a real problem, and action wasn't fixing things. So now I need to see who's on my team. Are you on my team? I'm going to push you a little bit to make sure you're on my team, right? And for fours, it's the opposite. The fours end up, um, what would that be? Uh, they are, they're getting out of their head, and now they're beginning to engage and what they really want to do in engagements, what fours are doing, is they're pushing you to tell you how you feel about the problem at hand, right? Ones and fives are doing something about the problem. That's not how two sevens, fours, and eights are working at this point in time, right? The twos and sevens want to feel a certain way. Fours and eights want to see who's on their team and how they feel about the problem. This is often called coping style. Um, we have a handful of podcasts on this if you want to go deeper. But what I really want you to catch is that you're cutting off your secondary center. That's the move. Go ahead. Are, are we relating problem solving to being stressed? Or... Uh, the stress move, this is part of the stress move. So that, that's a perfect question because what's going to happen is we're centered. We're in our primary and secondary center. There's a problem. We start problem solving. We're going to cut off our secondary center. And a similar thing is going to happen when we move fully into stress, and we'll get to that in a minute. We haven't done 369 yet, but uh, as an example of this, my, I get uh, physically sick when I'm going to be speaking in front of other people. And so for like the last three days, I've been sort of ill. And like I have a bottle of Pepto-Bismol behind the back because like I'm just ill about the fact that this is coming. And my whole perspective on it is like, I feel like I'm going to die, but it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. That's my coping style coming through and saying, it's going to be fine. Just keep going. It's going to be fine. Everything's going to work out. And the moment I get up there and start actually talking, all of that sickness is going to go away. And it does. And it did. It's, it's going to be fine. But then I got up here, and the slideshow, the clicker wasn't working, and that skipped right over my coping style and went straight into my stress move. I started drawing on something else that had nothing to do with it's going to be fine. Like That's like I have a problem that I have to fix, and this is something totally different from it's going to be okay. So like the coping style is sort of like a step before you actually move into stress. Notice how this works with the anchor points. 
anger points are essentially going to double down on their secondary center. So threes are going to cut off their heart even further. Emotion's definitely not going to solve this problem. Sixes are actually going to double down on cutting off their head. If I just act on my feelings, this problem will resolve itself. And nines are going to cut off their body. It's again the case. There's a withdrawal for control in the sense that I'm taking a step back and saying, everything's going to be fine. I just need to convince myself that. So it's the nine is taking the positive outlook. The six is pushing for an emotional response. That is, they're cutting off their head in that this isn't going to get solved by me and my rationality. What it's going to get solved by is me getting Joe here and Sally here to see the problem that I see in front of us, and we all need to take care of this, don't we? Right? And threes, again, what's emotion going to do? Here's, here's what we should do. This is, and they move with action. So that's, it's, it's important to see this in terms of what's actually happening for the anchor points is they're intentionally cutting off their primary center when coming to problems, okay? The next move ends up being the stress move. So it's almost like I'm centered, and then something comes up as a problem. And it becomes a pro I, I acknowledge it's a problem because what I've done is I've, start, I've, I've taken away my secondary center. But when it becomes a place of stress, what ends up happening is all of us cut off, except for fours and fives, all of us cut off our primary center. And so that would look like this. Um, oh, sorry. By the way, if you wanted to just picture coping styles, the two sevens and nines, they're all cutting off action, taking a positive outlook. The ones, threes, fives, all cutting off emotion, navigating difficulties with their head. I like to call this the coat hanger diagram. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> what it is. And four, sixes, and eights are cutting off thinking because the way they're going to solve problems is they're trying to get an emotional reaction from the people in front of them. So when moving to stress, this is how this is going to work. This is our stress move. That's when, when your coping style does not solve the problem, right. you move into stress. And this is why it feels so... This is why stress can feel so uncomfortable to us is because we are actually severing, oftentimes, our primary center. Again, and I'll talk about fours and fives in a second, but for ones and twos, when you solve problems, you, ones, you're essentially saying action is not going to help here. And so ones go to four space. And notice fours are on that line. They feel their thinking. And that is where ones will dwell when they experience stress, is they need to get their emotions uh, around how they feel about themselves. It's no, action didn't work. So I need to reconsider my identity, my purpose, who I am, so that I can then move back into acting. Twos are going to sever feeling, and they're going to get much more active. Twos go to eight space. It's going to be an aggressive space. It's going to be a get-it-done space. It's going to, they're going to be engaging their head in this space. What is it, how do I feel? What's going to get me the things that I want? And there's going to be a lot more energy there, right? And some control is going to come out from there, too. By the way, the entire afternoon is going to be building on this. So I just, we're setting up the theory. Uh, skipping the fours and fives for a second. Sevens, likewise, you're cutting off your head. That sounds strange, but the, you are setting aside your primary center of your thinking, and you're moving into one space, and that's going to be a much more acting on your emotions 
side of things. And so what is the right thing to do? What's going to bring order to this? Get, I'm going to engage the intuitional side of my feelings in that space. And for eights, again, action is getting shut down. There's going to be a big withdrawal, uh, withdrawing into five space for eights, in which they're getting their heads around how they feel, right? Because if it was something you could do, eights, if it was something you could do to solve this problem, it wouldn't be a problem anymore. The fact that you're stressed is because apparently action didn't work, right? And now you've entered into that space. Fours, fives. Some of you will know this. Fours and fives, you stay in your center. So fours are going to move to two space. So you're still in the heart. You're still in the heart. Fours go to two. But what ends up happening for fours is their attention has been on their own emotions, right? And in stress, there's a strong move for, for fours to begin looking at other people's emotions. And that's really how you know the stress move has occurred, is your move, you're no longer focused on yourself. It becomes a reactive earning move like a two would. Like, how can I gain other people's love, attention, and affection? And fours know that they're in stress when they start using that tool of becoming earners. Similar to fives, fives are going to be focused on the things that are um, in front of them, that are most important to them. This is their topic and how they're going to be secure. When everything is breaking, apparently the thing you invested your mind in didn't work. So what do you do? Well, suddenly your, your mental focus shifts outward and you begin scrambling for, for other options, just like a seven does. And a seven, that move to seven is going to, your mind's going to blow up with possibilities. And now you're solving, you're in stress and you're, you're, your active, aggressive energy is going to surge. And it's going to be about how do I... How do I find um, a lifeline, as it were? So for both fours and fives, as you can see, they're gonna, the, the secondary center is going to be cut off. It's, it's much, this is much more about the movement from, from inward to outward. Any thoughts? Three sixes and nines have a very strange move, but it's, it's almost like the, the circle turns for them. And so what ends up happening is nines go to six, sixes go to three, and threes go to nine. That is, they end up shutting down their motive. So threes are going to say, I don't want attention anymore. I need to get off stage. I need to go into a, I need to withdraw into a space that's calm. My motive doesn't matter anymore because the problems are that severe that motive is cut off. For sixes, um, sixes uh, are going to say, nobody has been paying attention to the things that are most important to me. I've been screaming about what the problem has been for quite a while now, and they are going to take hold of the attention of others. And there's going to be an aggressive move to grab, to, they, ha they have more self-confidence that arises, and instead of earning safety, now it is demanding attention once they're in stress. And nines who have been laid back, withdrawn, that's not working and things are falling apart. All of a sudden, again, a surge of energy and they're going to become reactive. Why is it that everybody's leaving? Why is it things are breaking apart? How do I feel safe in this space? And there begins to be an earning posture like you would see from sixes.
Correct. Yeah. So we're going to, especially in, in the afternoon part, we're going to talk a lot about uh, health and unhealth. And, and like I said before, the move in stress is, it, is to keep you alive. And sometimes it's to keep you alive whether you want to or not. Like, it, it's a, like it, it's, it's, this is a natural reaction, and it can be really unhealthy and do more damage, but it still keeps you alive. And sometimes you recognize that there are really good tools that you need to like bring you out to solve these problems, to take care of something, to, to fill holes that you have in your natural behavior. And you can grab onto those tools in a really healthy way and say, this is actually a better way to help solve some of my problems. Sometimes it's unconscious and you do it and it just keeps you alive and it might do a lot of damage in the process. And that's a lot of what we're going to talk about this afternoon. So this afternoon, we're going to be talking about this move. You can go to the low side of your stress number. What that's going to feel like for a lot of us is like we've fallen into a net. It's like things have broken, and now I don't know what to do. And it's like I was trying to engage the world through my center, and it's just not happening, and I almost fall into my stress number and the stress number's tools, because maybe those tools can help. One of, the, one of the more important things that a lot of folks talking Enneagram have discovered in the last five years or so is that you can actually utilize some of the tools at your stress number without having to fall into it. And that is what balancing looks like. So for all of us, we can name our stress number and we can tell ourselves some of the tools that that number has are available to me. And they can be available not only when I go to stress, but perhaps I even get a little bit more comfortable with those tools so that when things break, it doesn't feel like I'm falling into a net or disintegrating, right? And that's why so much of the language around stress numbers has been disintegration. It's like you're falling apart when you go to stress. Maybe, but maybe not. All stories about a character who wants something, overcomes an obstacle to get it, oftentimes the heroes that we like in stories are living in their stress number. And they're exhibiting huge courage and insight and wisdom, and they're finding things inside themselves they didn't even know was there. And that happens for you. And that happens for me. And that's how the stress move can end up working, is oftentimes we're engaging centers and finding balance, and we're becoming a whole person. I would like to also say that like, uh, uh, there's a lot of trouble with the English language. Words mean things that they don't mean, and, and they're used for things that they're not supposed to be used for, and, and they're used for multiple things that they are great for. And the word stress can mean a lot of different things. Like, like stress can be about the fact that your body physically rejects you needing to teach. And stress can also be about the projector not working. And there's a really big difference. Like, this is one of the reasons that we really like to draw this line between coping style and, or with coping style leading into stress, is that there are problems in your life that are normal human problems that we call stress. And that's normal, and there's nothing wrong with that. But they're not necessarily moving you into your stress type. That's a different kind of thing. So when you are centered and you experience stress and you're able to solve that problem, you're not necessarily moving into your stress type. When you try to solve your problem with your coping style and it doesn't work and you move into your stress and like pick up totally different behavior than you have when you're centered, 
That's what this move is about. So we think about the word stress a lot of different things that it means. And when we say stress as the movement, your stress type, we're talking about moving past the problems that you can't solve and trying to pick up other tools from somewhere else. That's all. One of the things that you're going to see, and this is what I'd like you to discuss, is that with the exception of fours and fives, fours and fives, I would love for you to talk about moving from your inward experience to an outward experience of either earning or becoming assertive. But for everybody else, you'll notice that when you move to your stress number, you are, you are pushing into a different center. A different center is becoming primary. For ones, you're going to engage your emotions more. For twos, your action. Um, for threes, your... Uh, is that right? With threes, oh, of course it is. Threes move to nine, and the action is making things calm. For sixes, you're moving into that feeling center, and for sevens, you're moving into doing. For eights, you're moving into thinking, and nines, you're moving into thinking. Um, I would love for you to, to turn the person around you. Just what's your experience of those centers and stress, and then we'll wrap up the, the session. So, bing. All right, I'm going to, we'll do a quick Q&A to, to end. One thing that got brought up during the time, we didn't have a, a picture for stance, but some of you will know about stance and how you engage the world. And one of the things you'll notice that is that in your stress move, you take up a different stance. So ones are going to withdraw. Ones are earners, but in stress in four, they withdraw. Twos are earners, but in stress, they become aggressive. Threes are aggressive, but in stress they withdraw. Fours are withdrawn, but in stress they become earners. Fives are withdrawn, but in stress they become aggressive and assertive. Sixes are earners, but in stress they become aggressive and assertive. Sevens are assertive, but in stress they become earners. Eights are assertive, but in stress they withdraw. And nines are withdrawn, and in stress uh, they become earners. That was master level right there, just so you know. That was like a double somersault yeah, kind of. I don't think I and I finished that and quickly. I did through the hands up and I'm okay. I do I do wanna slightly correct the thing that he said throughout all of that though. We don't become these other things. We draw on the tools that are available there. Nines don't become sixes in stress. Ones don't become fours in stress. They pick up the things that are there. Withdrawing doesn't work to solve my problems, but earning might. Like there's a tool there that I can pick up. So all of this movement, we're still our primary type, but we pick up tools and behaviors that are available at the other place. Everybody else gave me a 10, German judge gave me an eight. It was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we have wrapped up the morning. Hey, as always, we would be incredibly grateful if you would give us some stars on Spotify and iTunes. This helps other people find our material. And secondly, if this material has meant a lot to you, there are ways to share it with those you care about. Some people know about Enneagram, and you could simply share this conference or this podcast with them. But for some of us, we have friends who are just getting into Enneagram or know nothing about it. TJ and I have created a podcast platform for just those people. It's called Start Here. 
If you look it up on iTunes, it is green and white. If you look it up on Spotify, it's also green and white. <laughs> you can share it from both those podcast platforms. In fact, it's on all the platforms to my knowledge. This is specially designed for people to jump in, to take our type of test, which is a narrative test, which is the only type of test that we really affirm. And it gets people into finding their type, exploring their type, getting the basics for their type, and showing them how to use Enneagram. Lastly, throughout 2023, we're getting together on Zoom once a month with about 20 or so folks to talk about relationships. If you're into this and would just like to explore these ideas with TJ, with me, with others, we would love to have you. Very easy to get signed up. Just go to aroundthecircle.org and click on events. There's a way to sign up for our, our Zoom events there and uh, you know we'll email you notifications and, and these have been incredibly helpful for me and I hope for lots of others. The uh, intro music, as always, is by The Collection, and this outro music is by the great Brian Claxton. If you love this podcast and want to support us, you can always do so on Patreon. And again, if you are one of the approximately 2,000 listeners uh, we have who have not yet given us some stars, it's your, it's your time. We would love, love, love your help. So that's what I got. TJ doesn't got anything else, and I'm Jeff Cook, and who you aren't isn't interesting.